It's what the friends. Welcome to What the Friends, the podcast where we watch every episode of Friends, starting with the finale and working our way backwards. My name is Ad. I'm Jack. And I'm Allison. And welcome to our low latency edition. This is <laughs> What the Friends with Jack in the House. Woohoo! Yeah. Jack's back. Jack's back. I think back. we should have a some sort of program where people could sponsor me to fly to Houston every week. <gasps> Ooh. To record the podcast live. Because it's better? Yeah. I mean, it obviously enhances the podcast. Obviously. obviously. It and, enhances our lives when yeah. you're here, so that's and, good. you know, we here at What the Friends depend on a unique financial model where you, the contributors, uh, call in and support that's right. the programs that you want to hear. <laughs> the show is brought to you by Nobody else does like that. You. No. Nobody we, else we is thought doing of that. It. I don't yeah. know why nobody thought of no, that No, it's before. kind of strange. How's everybody doing today? I'm great. I didn't get eaten today, which is a plus. Why, why was why was there a possibility that you might get eaten? Well, we, for some reason, deliberately went to a place with multiple <laughs> alligators. Eleven. Eleven that we <laughs> saw. God knows how many saw us. Yeah, that's true. Supposedly there are 300 adult gators in that park. Oh, really? Yeah, we saw a mere fraction. What fraction would that be? I don't know. I'm on vacation. Eleven three hundredths. <laughs> Eleven three hundredths. Can you reduce that for me? No. <laughs> Three point six percent. <laughs> That's a pretty good percentage for spending a couple hours in a yeah. park full of gators. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. What else have you, have you been doing on your vacation, Jack? Well, we ate some tacos. That was delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spent yesterday alone. Wow, what a great vacation <laughs> for you. But it was okay. Were you, but you could leave the house, right? Like you had places to go. There were things to do that you could get to. I didn't leave my key. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I offered, but I mean, he didn't want one. You weren't like trapped in a house in the suburbs with no car, were you? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, so today, while we're all in the same room, we're going to talk about Friends because we just watched an episode of Friends. It was called uh, Season Nine, Episode Four, the one with the sharks. Does anybody have any better titles for it? I have one. Ooh! Wow. Wow. That's rare. I wasn't ex- I have to say, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Should have been called the one where Phoebe should have been wearing waterproof mascara like a normal mascara wearing person. Was Go ahead. Is most mascara waterproof? I mean, why would you not buy waterproof? Cuz then <sighs> in 2002 was all mascara waterproof or is that well, a I mean, not all mascara is waterproof, but I'm sure in 2002, you could get waterproof mascara. So as someone who doesn't regularly buy mascara, do you like walk down the mascara aisle and there's waterproof and regular? I mean, I have never purchased mascara that said anything other than waterproof. Okay. Because it's on a wet part of your face. (laughs) (laughs) Eyes are wet, people. You're here here first. The only thing wetter on your face is probably your mouth, and you got to be careful about what you put on your mouth because it goes into your tummy. Yeah, that would be mascara. Yeah. So (laughs) mascara for your eye masks, for your masks, (laughs) it just seems... I mean, you know, like you can go outside on a sunny day and it's bright in the morning and you're squinting. I mean, that can that can do it. You can have allergies. You can tear up. You can cry. You can like sweat. So many moistures. Yeah. It's all wet. People up can on those lick eyes. your eyes. Yeah, I guess. Usually, um, you pay extra for that. <laughs> 
What happened? The cat licks my eyes. Does he? Yeah, he he gets like right in here and sniffs around. That's adorable. He does have a wet little nose. He does. Is that good? Are cats supposed to have wet noses? I think it's fine. (laughs) I think it's a sign of health, health, vitality, vitality, fertility. Well, he's not fertile, that's for sure. (laughs) He doesn't have any balls anymore. (laughs) Born with balls, then removed. Uh, What happened in this episode of Friends? Somebody tell me something about a character. Um, let's see. Uh, Ross runs into Phoebe at Central Perk and proceeds to make her very upset about her lack of serious relationships. Um, and then Ross shows up at Mike's house to try to fix the situation and in comedic fashion only makes it worse. Who knew? <laughs> Imagine that. It's like somebody's writing these people's lives. And then, um, basically he tries to cover it up by creating a fake relationship for Phoebe and then Mike shows up at Phoebe's apartment for some reason that I'm not clear on and uh, they end up having a heart to heart and everything ends up on some level of happiness that I've yet to achieve <laughs> wow okay uh, Allison, you want to move, take... move on from that <laughs> you want to take another character uh, Joey uh, picks up a, a, a girl a woman at... I, thought, I thought you were going to say a ghost when you started that G <laughs> syllable a ghost yeah, it's that's like a two G word. I wonder if she were going to say a ghost. No, a woman, a girl, a woman at I guess at Central Park, and they go back. To... What year did she die? <laughs> and they go back to her apartment, and after they get there, and the date is like halfway done, Joey starts to recognize the apartment, and he remembers having sex with somebody in this apartment, mm-hmm. and specifically where they did it, and specifically where they did not do it because of cactus placement. So he thinks about it, and then he... he uh, so I guess it's the next time they're together in her apartment, he confronts her, and he's like, how do you not remember me? And she's like, I don't I don't think that we ever did anything together. And then her roommate walks in, and that's who Joey's left with. Yeah, so in the meantime, Joey's having this crisis yeah. about how could a woman not remember him. Because he's so good. Because he's so good. Wait, uh, let me ask you guys a question. I'm going to... This is a poll. At what point did you figure out Joey's plot for the episode? That it was as the roommate. As soon as he recognized the apartment. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Like, <laughs> like, well, I'm sure she has a roommate because she, you know, yeah. it's New York City. It's expensive, Because that's right? the joke. Yeah. Um, who else is in this show? Chandler. Uh, so Chandler and Monica. Is that all who's left? Well, Rachel, Rachel. does nothing. Oh, Rachel nothing. does nothing. She has, like, a phone call and a conversation with Monica, and that's yeah. it. Uh, so Chandler's in Tulsa. Um, <laughs> Monica decides that she's going to go visit him on those direct flights from New York to Tulsa. Um, she gets there to his hotel room and catches him pleasuring himself. <laughs> and he he's watching porn, but he quickly changes the channel to Jaws or some other shark attack movie. So Monica thinks this is what Chandler's into. Shark porn. Shark porn. Hence the title of the episode, The One with the Sharks. Uh, so then later at the end of the episode when Chandler comes home, uh, Monica has a shark movie for him and acts like it's a big treat and Chandler's very confused um, and then he confesses that it, he changed the channels and Monica's glad that he's not into sharks and Chandler is thinks it's very sweet that Monica was going to do this weird thing just because she thought it would make him happy yeah yeah. Monica was uncharacteristically cool in she was episode. very drunk she said that's so that, I guess I mean, that's, that's what it takes yeah but she still like made the effort mm-hmm. yeah. and thought about someone other than herself. 
Good for Monica. What did you guys think of this episode? I think you know what I'm going to say. The friends weren't all together. Well, that. But it was also another <laughs> Phoebe and Mike relationship milestone episode with a bunch of filler. Oh. Yeah. It's funny, though. This is another instance where, like, this is a big Phoebe and Mike relationship milestone where, like, okay, they made this revelation and a newfound commitment to each other or whatever. Um, but then in the rest of the series, there's not really much more development of their relationship. Like, I I guess when I saw their relationship in later stages, I expected it to go back further than the ninth season. Oh, you thought they had been together longer? I guess so. Like, I just thought that there would be, there would have been more development of their relationship in the actual episodes. Maybe I'm just forgetting it, but it doesn't, I don't know. Between now and the end of the series, it doesn't seem like that much more happens to them really, right? Um, well, there's the episode with where David comes back. There's the episode where they say, I love you to each other. Yeah. But there's, but it's always like, there's no, there's not much just like them hanging out and getting to know each other and like character development. It's just like these forced things that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you're biased because we dated for about, we were together for about nine years, eight years before we got married. So yeah. I'm wondering if your time frames are, you know, My expectations not are skewed. Yeah, that's possible. I thought it was very progressive of Ross to give Phoebe a fake Asian American boyfriend. Vikram. Yeah, Vikram. Vikram. Vikram, uh, I wrote down the last name. Murkji, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And then slightly racist that he impersonates him on the phone. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, how does, why, why did Vikram have to have an accent? I don't know. He could have been, you know, second generation born in this country. You know, so, yeah. You know? You can't make assumptions about people that you've made up. <laughs> uh, so, um, I don't know why. This is a non sequitur. But I was t- talking to somebody at work about this podcast and about how we're watching Friends Backwards. And the only comment they had was, oh, so Joey's getting smarter? <laughs> so I guess oh. that's something we can expect as Ooh. we go forward. Do you think Joey has gotten any smarter in the two seasons we've seen? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> he hasn't changed at all. <laughs> He's been the most stable of any of the characters. I use the term stable. Loosely. Loosely. <laughs> now it's time for a segment called Friendly Friends Asking Each Other Questions. It's the What the Friends Quiz! I hate when you do that ad. You don't like the way I introduced the quiz? No, I don't need another one. No. I'm just saying I haven't done beverage roundtable yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, he's really throwing those back. The, the confusion of live podcast recording. I thought Jack was asking for another beverage. Uh, but in fact, he was suggesting that we haven't done a segment that usually comes before the quiz, but not today. That was intentional. We're going to do it after the quiz. <laughs> sure. Somebody okay. remind me. <laughs> He tried to. All he did was bring him another drink. Well, if you're... <laughs> what would you think if somebody pointed at their drink? I would have I would have mouthed, what? <laughs> Seeking clarification. Because First... then I bet he... I'm not done. Because <laughs> then I bet he would have started motioning around table and you would have been like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Don't. You would have done that. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, let's just do beverage round until I'm at the table. Now, this is like uh, uh, some some layered segments here. It's a segment within a segment. This segment is the first part of the quiz. 
Um, everybody is going to get one point for telling me what <laughs> beverage they're drinking. It's Beverage Roundtable. It's Whistle Wetters. What are y'all wetting your whistle with tonight, Allison? Tell me what you're drinking. I'm drinking a white wine. Ooh, by who? What vintage? Mm, I didn't look at the bottle. I think you know what it is. What's the one Chardonnay that you drink that we buy? Because Oh, it's a man's name. Yes. Mark He's West. related to Kanye, yes. That's oh, right. Is he really? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Uh, can you tell me about it? It's white. Okay. It's cold. Jack, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon with a quite fetching painting on the back. Yeah, there was some sort of art oh, yeah. contest, some sort of late bottle uh, can label contest that they had or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get, if you want to get your artwork on a PBR can, you can go to papsbluerubin.com and find out how you can become the next winner. This podcast brought to you by Paps Blue Ribbon. And the 2016 PBR can competition. It's beer for your face. Isn't all beer for your face? Ideally. Um, I'm drinking a uh, Odell IPA, which I think I've drank before on this podcast because it's delicious. Points for everybody. Points for everybody. That was Whistle Wetters Beverage Roundtable. Now back to the quiz. Allison, first question's for you. In the opening scene, what color were the polka dots on Ross's mug at the coffee shop? Red. Nope. Jack, do you know? White. That's correct. Point for Jack. Ad is letting the dog in. The dog has been let in. Point for Skelly. <laughs> Uh, Jack, question for you. Whoa, there's the cat. What color were the flowers on the coffee table in the coffee shop? Ooh, boy. Uh, were they yellow? Go on. And red? Nope, Allison, do you know? White. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess Jack is a third of a point. They were green, orange, and yellow. Green flowers? Yeah. I mean, I think they were flowers. Or roughage or something. Roughage. <laughs> Was it celery? No, it was celery. <laughs> that would be amazing to get a bouquet of celery. <laughs> Allison, well, question. I mean, it's like edible arrangements. Yeah. Why don't they use celery in those? Nobody wants to be delivered vegetables to their house for a surprise. That's true. They want chocolate. This is a reminder of our uh, spud delivery service, Speedy Spuds. <laughs> is that a thing we did? Is that a bit from a you previous episode? literally do not remember that. No. <laughs> we trademarked it and everything. <laughs> that that was, sounds right. That was, that's some good forethought on our part. <laughs> I'm glad we TM'd that. Um, Allison, question for you. How many stripes were on the left sleeve of Joey's shirt in the scene after the credits where he's talking to Monica in the coffee shop? Three. Jack, do you know? Was it two? It was two. Did you know that, or were you just guessing? It was two or three, and you guessed three. So. <laughs> uh, Jack, question for you. What hotel does Monica say she's going to stay in with Chandler in Tulsa? The Tulsa Ramada. That's correct. Point for Jack. Home of the friendliest staff in Tulsa. Yeah. Ew, don't burp on our podcast. Edit, edit point. 15 minutes, three seconds. Um, Allison, question for you. What hotel... Does Chandler actually stay in in Tulsa? I don't know. It is not the That's Ramada. a stupid question. You're asking stupid questions. <laughs> Jack, do you know? I didn't even know that that was made yeah, clear. Yeah, when they uh, got to Tulsa. Was it a there Radisson? Was a, there was a cut scene outside of the hotel, and you could see the name of the hotel before they cut to Monica coming into Chandler's room. Was it a Marriott? It wasn't. 
Was it at Radisson? No, nope, you don't get any more guesses. <laughs> it was a Hyatt. No points for anybody. Hyatt Regency? It just said Hyatt. I don't know if it was a Regency or not. Lowbrow. <laughs> I always thought it was Marriott, but I've seen the commercials lately where they're like Marriott. Marriott. Oh, Marriott. I'm going to keep saying Marriott, I think. They can't stop you. No, they can't. They um, can try. <laughs> and they damn will. <laughs> they, they damn will. They damn well. They damn well. Well. <laughs> Uh, Allison. Uh, Isn't it mine? Yeah, it's Jack's. <laughs> he was just letting me know that it was your turn. <laughs> yeah, Allison, it's Jack's turn. <laughs> uh, back to, uh, go, flashing back to NYC, get your mind out of Tulsa. What color was the, what color tie was the barista wearing at Central Perk? Ooh, uh, yellow? Nope. Allison, do you know? Purple. That's right. Purple tie. Point for Allison. His name was Gunther. Gunther. That's right. That was a previous quiz question. No points have been awarded. <laughs> if you mention previous quiz questions again, points will be deducted. <laughs> Those are getting stricter. Yep. Allison, quiz. is this your question? Yeah. Uh, so now in Mike's apartment, what animals were depicted in the artwork on the wall in Mike's apartment? There were two elephants. Correct. Point for Allison. Jack, question for you. What color were the tiles in the bathroom of the Hyatt hotel room? These questions are getting harder. And dumber. <laughs> um, were they white? Nope. Allison, do you know? They were green. That's right. <laughs> Did you really know that? No. <laughs> no. They were green. Uh, okay, we're getting back into some easier ones here as we wind down the quiz in the last third of the quiz. Jack. Allison. Allison. <laughs> Jack, I, I just get wanted a point to let you know. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that it's Allison's turn. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> uh, what does Vikram do? Oh, he's a freelance kite designer. That's correct. Point for Allison. Jack, who did Vikram used to date? Uh, Oprah. That's correct. Point for Jack. Um, Allison, question for you. How long were Joey's date's parents married before their divorce? 25 years. Yes, uh, thank you for including the units. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and the final question of the quiz for Jack, what color are the candles on Phoebe's board game shelf. Ooh, I was looking at the board games. As was I. There have been pre- oh, you mentioned the previous quiz question. There were questions about the board games before. I didn't answer a previous quiz question. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna guess that they were green. That's correct. God damn it! Always go green. He won by. A... What's the final third of a point? Did he really? Uh, damn. Oh, no. Congratulations. And I didn't see any nipples, so I think he gets two. I, I didn't see any nipples either. <sighs> and I wrote all this stuff down. How many times has Ross been divorced, Ad? Three. What was the number on Joey's shirt? 55. What was Mike's apartment number? 422. What was the other piece of artwork that they showed in Mike's apartment? Something French. <laughs> Wrong. It said liqueur. <laughs> <laughs> so why weren't you asking those, huh? Too obvious. <laughs> the quiz, is, the quiz has to adapt. <laughs> Where does Ross get his haircut? Supercuts. Uh, how many other Mike Hannigans are there? Three. Four. There's four. Point for Allison. Yes! <laughs> I won! I won the quiz! <laughs> <laughs> what room was Chandler's hotel room? Uh, 317? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to see the numbers. Yeah. So, like, show them from the side, and you're like... Yeah, I what? looked at the other sign that showed the range of numbers for that section of the hallway. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Smart. I should get a point for that. <laughs> well, you don't. You already won the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, do you guys have any other wardrobe comments? I really liked one of the shirts that Rachel was wearing. Me too. I hope it was the same one. I hope so too. It was when she was in the apartment with Monica discussing the shark porn and it was like It was yellow, very, it was yeah, floaty, like very peasant. Had pink flowers on mm-hmm. it. That was I a fantastic shirt. That. The colors are great, the cut was great, it was perfect. I know. Just get your hands on one of those shirts. Well, <laughs> buy me one. Okay. Rachel's hair was kind of like an in between level of messy mm-hmm. this time. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was the middle part. I guess that's normal, right? That's her thing. That's her thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the Rachel. But it wasn't as messy. Right. As okay. Yes. That's yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Rachel's shirt. Other wardrobe was unremarkable. But I kept writing down Phoebe's necklaces because she literally had four different necklaces in this episode. She has good necklaces. Yeah, she's too. always got a big dangly necklace on. Mm-hmm. Now it's time. We're just cruising through these segments. Now it's time for a segment called. <laughs> now it's time for a segment <laughs> called Friends of Friends, where we discuss another show that was airing on television during the season of Friends. The year was two thousand two. The show, Dawson's Creek. This is an American teen drama television series about the fictional lives of a close knit group of friends. Thanks for clarifying that, Wikipedia. Wait, it's not real. It's not real. I thought this was like an OC situation. It uh, <laughs> wait, is the OC real? Isn't it? No, wait, no. It's not. <laughs> We're talking about Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach or the hills? I was thinking of the hills. This, uh, which was a spinoff of Laguna Beach. Yep. This show was created and by some guy. I don't want to say that. <laughs> debuted on d- the WB, which was renamed the CW. Oh, I missed the WB. <laughs> it, uh, debuted in 1998, and it ran until 2003. Only had five years of the Sweet Sweet Creek. Have you guys ever watched Dawson's Creek? No. My only experience of Dawson's Creek is the Amanda Show parody, Moody's Point. Oh, I forgot about Moody's Point. Dawson had a creek, but Moody has a point. <laughs> uh, that my only experiences are that, which I forgot about until now, and uh, an episode of South Park where Cartman has a <laughs> Dawson's Creek traffic keeper. <laughs> I don't want to wait. Oh, my God. Come on, traffic keeper, to be over. You guys remember Trapper Keepers? I don't. Do kids have that anymore? God, I I think so. I feel like I've seen. I saw Trapper Keepers at a store recently. But are people buying them though? I think because they also sell pencil cases, and people don't buy that. Did you not have pencil cases as a child? Pencil case. I have pencil cases every year. No, there's slits in your backpack. That's where you put your pencils. Where do I put all my giant erasers yeah, and extra I pencils? Erasers. In your Jansport pouch. Have we talked about this? Ad collected erasers. I well, so did I. Too. I didn't carry them all to school with me. <laughs> we were meant to be together. I kept no, them neither in my double lunch pail at home. I kept them in pencil boxes at home, but those pencil boxes were cast offs from the previous year's active pencil box. But that's a pencil box holds so many pencils. Why would you need to carry that many pencils? Oh, wait, have we well, talked about this before? I didn't carry it back and forth. My pencil box stayed at school in my desk. That's what a pencil box does. <laughs> but they make smaller pencil boxes too. I used to rent out pencils to people. Did you really? <laughs> but sometimes you didn't get to keep a desk. So how could you put right? Like sometimes you moved around. What did you do with the pencil box? I feel like in all of my primary education, I mean before high school, my desk was my desk for the year. But I feel like in like fifth or sixth grade, at where it, I went where to elementary went to school, school you moved we switched through. half day. Mm-hmm. I did not do that. Okay. Well, anyways, back to that. Trapper Keepers. Do you think kids still use them? Uh, I think they do. I hope they do. Because Trapper Keepers are great. I loved my Trapper Keepers. I always loved it at first, and then I regretted it. Like, someone always had a better one. I'm like, why oh, didn't I get Oh, yeah. People always one? had better ones. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
it was like a, a big deal because they were kind of expensive. Yeah, well, I, they didn't were. The, I didn't have the five star, and other people had the five star. But it seems like better. they never held up. So it would always get like mm. some kind of scratch or a smudge, and I'd be like, "Well, I need a new trapper keeper. This one looks like hell." Planned but I was never, I was never allowed to have one. <laughs> what? Planned obsolescence. <laughs> like, I guess, yeah. Uh, Jack used to rent out pencils. Oh yeah, I didn't keep them in a pencil box. I actually kept them in a giant Ziploc bag. But I had like a like drugs. So, <laughs> yeah. So in like in fifth grade, I would find pencils on the floor. I'd put them in my Ziploc bag, and then I rent rent them out to people for a nickel. I think that's illegal. I was a little, little entrepreneur. Did they return them? Yeah. Was there a penalty if they didn't return them? Um, Wait. So then they had to pay and return them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a pencil slumlord. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> But it was, I mean, it, there was no overhead because I didn't pay for the pencils. <laughs> I just found them. Oh my god! Do you know how much money you made? Probably very little. Why, yeah, I can't imagine this was worth the time you spent looking for pencils on the floor. But you're separating yourself from the pack. Yeah. But that's not really a good thing <laughs> when you're in school. Yeah, that's probably true. Let's true. make myself as removed as possible from all these people that I have to spend five days a week with. Was there any, was there any sharpening policy? They could only sharpen a certain amount so or it had to, to be returned return sharpened. sharpened. Oh, no. What about eraser use? Cause some people really oh, wear good, that down. Good question. Mm. So my memory is that most of them had those extra bonus erasers. On oh, them. you got to have the topper. Yeah. Yeah. The eraser topper. Um, I don't think I had oh, okay. a sharpening policy. I think actually I took care of the sharpening. Oh, okay. I always provided sharpened pencils. Well, to in that client. case, I mean, I feel like what he's charging is fairly reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Was it, were there ever any pens in the mix? I guess pens weren't a thing in elementary Well, you school. weren't allowed to use yeah, pens. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I remember pens. being allowed Nobody to use Nobody would pens. rent a pen. Wait. You can't even use it. Let's just think about that for a second. Why can't you use pens when you're in elementary Because you can't erase school? it and teachers get tired of stuff like all scribbled out. I guess so. And you, you write on desks. That's what you do with pens. Mm, that's why you that's can't probably use pens. Why. You uh, write on probably, desks. Yeah. I got around that in high school. By, by writing Erasable on the desk pens? with a pencil? I actually wrote with erasers on desks. So it's like a temporary. Yes, like you it's can do that. Snapchat. Yeah, it is. It's like Snapchat. a temporary thing that is there for the next person and it yeah. disappears. I was, yeah, I would write, I would take a note every day of what I wrote on the desk and eraser that day. And did, like, anyone, did anyone ever respond via eraser to what you wrote? You know, they didn't, but maybe it disappeared by the time I got back there. That's totally possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Yeah. It probably just appeared. Allison, Allison, did you have any money-making schemes while you were in school? Not at school. I had some at home. You made money from your mom? Yeah. yeah what did you do? <laughs> I picked her tomatoes and sold them back to her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also got money for picking snails and slugs off of plants. That, that seems like it's worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, made wooden... Tectic fingerboards oh, and yeah, sold them. This. <laughs> based based on some plans I found on the internet, I made an epoxy mold of a Tectic oh skateboard, and then got very thin plywood from the hobby store and pressed, cut it into the shape of fingerboards and pressed them and glued together little plywood fingerboards and then drilled holes in them. Applied sandpaper for the. Um, for the uh, grip tape and then sold either just the decks or a complete board with trucks on it and wheels i don't think i sold that many but i sold some how much (laughs) did you sell them for i don't know like five bucks or something that is methodical that's crazy yeah i was very into fingerboards i was very into fingerboards and i was very excited i met him (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's still some around the house Mm. 
I still have the original wooden tech deck. I'll post a picture of it on our Twitter <laughs> that nobody ever looked at. <laughs> I yeah, like I the little screwdrivers. Yeah. I still use those. Yeah, so do I. For They're what? very handy. For, for Glasses. Tiny screws. Yeah, tiny screws. Yeah. Glasses, electronics, Ooh. other things. Also, sorry, one more thing about tech decks. <laughs> <laughs> in the year Ooh, podcast idea you talk about tech decks all by yourself <laughs> there's not much to say in the year uh 2001 i think tech decks brand came out with handboards which are the <laughs> dumbest invention either ever they were about i don't know eight inches long ten, no they're probably like so 10 or 12 inches long like a whole hand you're supposed to use like two hands as you use your pointer and middle yeah. finger on or your pointer and ring finger on a tech deck use two hands to do tricks but you're essentially throwing around this almost yeah. foot-long piece of plastic and metal around your house with yeah. your hands probably not a great idea a very bad idea also the name doesn't sound as good handboard ew i had several handboards <laughs> ew i didn't make any out of wood though well, this has been our discussion of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've never seen Dawson's Creek, for I've, the record. <laughs> I've never seen Dawson's Creek. But it was a show that was on TV, I guess. That's Friends of Friends. <laughs> Jack, was there something else you were going to say before I wanted to talk about handboards? I don't remember. Okay, sorry. Derailed you with my handboard discussion. <laughs> uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? That's all I have. Um, Monica, before she went into Chandler's hotel room, used... A, like a breath freshener mm-hmm. spray. Banaka. What? It's a brand of breath freshening spray. How do you even know that? From an Aesop Rock song. Because <laughs> I was going to ask if people, A, still do that, or B, <laughs> ever really did that. I don't know, but I would, I would like, unrelated to this, I would like to bring up our father's continued use of Listerine breath strips. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's been on that Listerine breath strip game for like 10 years. Okay, yeah. Oh, longer than that. Longer than 10 years. Does he like keep them in his pocket? <laughs> yeah, every yeah. day. He's always popping Listerine breath strips. And he never offers them to us. <laughs> <laughs> to He'll give you one if you ask. Yeah. You have to ask. That's so cool. Well, my issue with like those kinds of things is that like your mouth shouldn't taste like that. Like... Yeah, like she. I guess she did it because she was about to. She's about to kiss him, and God knows what else. But you have to know that like the mint is fake, and then before she put that in her mouth, it probably tasted gross. I don't know. It seems weird to me. Yeah, I just accept <laughs> the flavor of the human mouth, basically. Is what I, I'm saying. I have had a longstanding uh, thought that like toothpaste, which tastes like mint, is supposed to make your mouth feel clean. But it just makes your mouth feel like mint. It doesn't. Why yeah. do we think that mint well, is like, supposed to be clean? And like people who like chew gum to freshen their breath. I chew gum because I'm hungry and I know that I've already eaten enough. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's not why people chew gum. Maybe yeah. that's just me. But yeah, our dad has always had like it was certs, and then it was like those egg shaped certs for a while, mm-hmm. and then eventually it switched to listerine. Breast Never certs. Altoids, huh? It was Altoids it was, it was before it Altoids certs. Before certs. Okay, yeah. I was too young. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This was back in our uh, very young days. Interesting. Days. But, yeah, those Listerine breast strips. Asking for one next time. I don't like them. I remember I we, them. Got, we got Altoids at certain milestones in the church service every Sunday. <laughs> I remember getting them in church. I didn't realize it was prescribed. Like, you got to wait until the sermon starts and then you get your Altoids. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. 
But you don't like Listerine bread strips. No, why but don't, I like that someone uses them so consistently. I like them. I I don't I don't like Listerine. It's too it's too strong. It makes my eyes water. Anything else? Um okay, this is technical, but <laughs> the cat's taking over. <laughs> Where they that cactus in that girl's apartment could never grow there. It was getting like no light. And who puts a pointy plant <laughs> in the middle of, in their, the living middle of their living room? I think you Next do to, it between two couches. Yeah, I think that you do it just for the joke that Joey made about it. Yeah. It was a very large cactus. It was huge. It was like as tall as Joey, right? Yeah. Almost. Cactuses can get that big, guys. I don't deny it. I've never had a cactus get that big. Yeah, you killed Billy. I killed Billy. Well, Dad killed Billy. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Probably fed it with Wait, he killed it over like a month? Yeah. How do you kill a succulent in a month? I don't know. I came home and it was like shriveled and Dad was like, you're going to throw that away? I was like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep my cactus corpse in my family. This was after you moved Billy across the country? Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you a new one. <laughs> oh, I, man. I did manage to kill another succulent, though. I always kill succulents. I think I overwater. Mm. It's easy to do. Because I think I underwater all my other plants. Do you guys have any dreams? This is a segment where we interpret dreams that people have had. If you, the listener, would like to send us a dream, wait till the end of the show and listen to our portals where you can send us a dream. Have you guys had any dreams you'd like us to interpret? I had a dream the other day. Actually, yesterday while I was taking a nap. It's the other day. Um... I don't think it needs much interpreting, but okay. Um, so <laughs> I was one of the Beach Boys, uh, and I was out on a bike ride on a tandem bike with another of the Beach Boys. <laughs> Specifically, I was Mike Love, and I was riding with Brian Wilson. Who was uh, in the front? Me, okay, obviously, because Mike Love would be in the front. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that a joke? Because I don't get it. <laughs> you have to know the Beach Boys. Okay. Mike Love is the asshole. Okay. Um, and Brian. I Wilson. didn't even know that one of them was an asshole. Oh really? Whew. Man, we should have a Beach we have Boys, a Beach Boys and Tech Tech podcast. <laughs> yes. Of which I don't want to take part. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> finger, Watch a podcast. Finger skating on the coast. <laughs> we'll workshop the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that's really all I remember of the dreams, sort of coming back from the bike ride and being upset with Brian Wilson. And you thought this would be easy to interpret? <laughs> I can interpret it easily. He okay. really likes the Beach Boys, but he doesn't like himself. Or doesn't Whoa. he like himself? Because he was I, the asshole. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why he doesn't like himself. That's his issue. Can I, I know that no one listening. I know that, first of all, I know, I know. that no one is listening. First, first of all, I know that no one listening. <laughs> Second, if anyone is listening, I have to tell you that our cat is being so adorable right now that I can't hardly stand it. I'm trying <laughs> not to squeal. <laughs> Describe what he's doing. He's laying on my notebook on the table. On the kitchen table. On the, ki- the dining room, the dining room table. table. He's laying on my notebook. He's blocking me from my wine. But he's just like laying like flat on his side and he's got his little nose and his two little paws pressed up against my arm. That's real sweet. If I move too much, he'll bite me, though. Yes. Uh, any other dreams? I got nothing. No. I've had a bunch of dreams lately. But I, don't remember I had a weird dream. Yeah? I had a dream that somebody that I was friends with previously, like in high school or college or something, um, it, was a, it was a girl, a woman. A uh, ghost. Huh? A ghost. A ghost. A ghost woman. A real woman who I... I'm friends with, was friends with, whatever. Uh, 
grabbed my boob in a sexual way, like, like hit on me hardcore in my current circumstances. I'm, I'm married to a man. Mm-hmm. And it made me way more uncomfortable in my dream than I thought that that situation would make me in real life. So I don't know if my dream is saying, "Mm, that would make you uncomfortable, because I really don't think it would. But I think it was weird that that someone in the dream, someone tried it, you know, knowing that, I don't know. That's a, I don't know how to interpret Isn't that. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and I was weird. like uncomfortable about it when I woke up in the morning, not because it happened, but because I was uncomfortable that it had how made me so upset. How your reacted to it? Yeah. 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 Wow. So that was weird. What do you think it means? I, I think I'm tired. I think it means I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just like, I think it was like one of those weird fever dreams that's like almost real, but also is just super, super weird because you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And the circumstances in which it happened, we were we were driving in a car, like, up a hill that was almost straight up. And there was no visible top It was of the hill. It was just, like, dark. Ah, an insurmountable challenge. Mm. It, well, it was night out, and it was foggy, and it was just, like... The unknown. Sh- it reminded me of, like, driving my car uphill in Tacoma, Washington, when it's mm. raining. Like, you know, please, God, don't let me hit a red light because I'm not going to be able to take off from this position. Um, so it was also very spooky, the setting. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't like it. Hmm. You were driving? No, I was the passenger. I don't know. So I also so you wasn't weren't in, in control, control of the car. Hmm. Or the situation. Yeah. It seems like you fear the unknown and not being in control. And when something happens that makes you uncomfortable, when you're already uncomfortable at other things, it's more likely to make you overreact. That's probably true, because I am a little bit of a control freak. Mm. I, I, I do recognize that about myself. Mm-hmm. Not like crazy, but about some things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you agree. You're allowed to <laughs> say yes. I decline to comment. <laughs> You're allowed to say yes. <laughs> I am conscious that I may have some flaws. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. I want the friends. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for sharing your dreams. Thank you for listening to our show. We make this every week <laughs> for sure. you to listen to the we listener. Don't. I think we should address the fact that we don't make this every week and that sometimes we put out podcasts super duper after the fact. Yeah. This is a bi-weekly podcast now. Because <laughs> our default. last one was very current eventsy. Maybe we should just skip that one. <laughs> it was a good episode. Though. It was like an hour and a half long. It's okay. our best episode. Well, we got some stuff wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some major, major. I.E. the president of this country. On behalf of ourselves as well as everyone else in this country. They, the same thing happened on Doughboys. Really? Yeah, there was an episode that came out after the election that was recorded way before the election. They were talking about how Hillary probably won. Well, she did win by 1.7 million votes. That's right. Um, damn, damn right, it's right. <laughs> uh, if you have a question or comment or dream you'd like us to interpret, send us an email, whatthefriendscast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, where you can see a picture of a tech 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 that I think is in this house that I could photograph, uh, we're at reverse friends. Is yes. that the name? It's your yeah. thing. I don't do that. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, What the Friends Cast. 
and um, feel free to rate and subscribe on iTunes. Let me, you guys just vamp for a second. I'm going to check the iTunes, see if anybody else has given us a review. I'm going to say, you know, this is going to come out after Thanksgiving, probably, but I hope that everybody had a happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate Thanksgiving. If you don't, I hope you had a really good Thursday. Yeah. Um, it's one of the better days of the week. Exactly. I call it pre-Friday. Pre-Friday. It's a good day. Um, yeah. Jack, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Interesting. Very good. Classic. What's yours, Allison? Uh, I like mashed potatoes <laughs> a lot. Sans gravy. I like um, bread of any description. So rolls, mm-hmm. you know, dinner rolls. I'm all about that. Like me some dark meat turkey. Yum. Like me some pumpkin pie. All good. And I'm interested in sweet potato dishes at times. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Bye. I guess that means we have no new oh, reviews. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.